ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Somos Moss, the official podcast of Somos Moss NM and your source for the latest news and notes on New Mexico United and the New Mexico Runners. My name, of course, is Seth Bidal. Thank you guys for joining us here as we do each and every week over on YouTube, Facebook, and our Twitter feeds. We appreciate each and every one of you popping into the chat. Of course, as always, throw your questions and comments up there. We do have a lot to get to this week. Uh, joining me so far is the one and only Earl Nieto. Earl is with us tonight. Jacob is supposed to be joining us at, at some uh, some moment. So hopefully Jacob will pop in here and uh, we'll add him into the feed as soon as he gets online. Um, Earl, I mean, first of all, I want to say, you know, I appreciate you being here, being on time and, uh, you know, coming in with a professional attitude for, for two weeks in a row. Carry on, <laughs> carry on, carry on. All right, then. Um no, pre, you know, no, we do. And you, you and I had, a, I thought we had a fantastic show last week. Uh, you know, I as I got busy, didn't get the show, didn't get the finished episode out, but it's done really good numbers uh, on our feeds um, so far, uh, especially the video feeds. It's done really well. So um, I thought we did a really good job. I thought it was a really good episode. We hit some things that we don't normally get to talk about. Um, and, and so, you know, we've got, there's so much that happened today. And before we get into like really the meat of our show, like, I gotta ask, like, have you ever had anything go viral before? Because this has been insane. <laughs> no, but no. listen, did you know that pigs don't <laughs> sweat? I did not know that. Thank you, Earl. Now you do. <laughs> Good to know. That's, that's, uh, I assume there's a reason for that. Now you've got me thinking. So, you went and researched this, didn't you? So if someone tells you that they're sweating like a pig, mm -hmm. you might want to point out to them, if you're that kind of person, that if they were being biologically accurate, that would mean they're not sweating at all. Okay. Swine, also known as pig, are born without sweat glands, so when they need to cool off, their only option is to find a cool puddle of mud so that they can roll around in. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> That's Earl's fun fact of the week. Oh, good to know. All right, Jacob, you are just in time. You just missed Earl's fun fact of the week. Yeah. Oh, darn. <laughs> yeah. Man, I always look forward to that. There we go. Yeah, Got, so like, this week, the people who actually tuned in a little Earl. bit early get two of them. Okay. Listen, did you know for 20 years a cat served as a mayor of an Alaskan town? Now you do. A cat served as mayor of an Alaskan town. Yep. How? Like so, in 1997, an orange cat named Stubbs became honorary mayor of the Alaskan town of Talkeetna with a population of 772, which is about the size of Mountain Air. In 2000, it would have it would not have taken too many votes to earn the position, um, and the small town did not actually have a real human mayor, anyways. But Stubbs proved adept at the role, gaining fans from around the world and serving in the position for years, greeting tourists and becoming a symbol of a beloved symbol of the town until he died in set in 2017. So what I'm what I'm hearing is that a cat could do your brother's job. I was exactly. say the same thing. <laughs> exactly. Oh man. All right. 
Earl's uh, Earl, Earl is treating us to fun facts this week. So if you're here early, appreciate you being here. Um, didn't get to the burning question yet. I did. Uh, well, ones oh, that wasn't Jacob. the burning question? That was not the burning question. No. Oh. Um, I, just, I was trying to vamp until Jacob got online. So um, now that Jacob is here, Jacob, we're glad you're back. We're glad you're feeling better. At least you, you seem to be anyway. Are you still yeah. like feeling yeah. any ill effects or are you good to go? Uh, not terrible. Um in fact, last Tuesday was kind of the worst day, and since then I've been been pretty good. Still don't have quite the energy that I feel like I probably should, but and I have a cough with phlegm. But other than that, been good, been working. Uh, it hit Allie a lot harder, though, so uh, we oh, were both down for... Too. Yeah, Allie had it first. Okay. Um, I thought maybe I'd be okay, but nope. Um, so at, we're trying to move and paint the new house, and and everything like that so it's it's been a hectic week or so but um but no i'm good glad to be back good. i'm glad glad to hear glad to hear that you and hopefully ali is doing well uh, yeah she's also, and... she's better now. so is, is it safe to assume that you finally got offered the position oh uh, no no i'm still seasonal uh it's a long story uh we, we talked about offer <laughs> all right we will, it's, we it's, will certainly do that everything's still good it's just Things with the state take time. I have learned that already in my two <laughs> weeks of working for them. Listen, did you know that New Mexico is no longer part of the union? Oh, dear fucking God. <laughs> Speaking of state issues, yeah, apparently yeah, New Mexico how, is not part of the how, union. How are you doing, Mr. Worldwide? I mean, you're I, like good, nationally Lord, famous Lord. now. There are. I've been watching this, and last time I looked at it, it was at 1.3 million views on that tweet. 1.3 million for over a silly little tweet about a about a position that I applied for, that I was denied the opportunity to 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 move forward with because I was an international candidate. So, yeah, it's it's just, it's insane. My phone has been going nonstop. And, and uh, so one of the first guys that responded to it, his name is Lawrence. He's a, he's a buddy of mine. Go to church together. He he responded, you know, saying, uh, uh, I don't remember what the exact. He was like, you, uh, New Mexico, not new, not Mexico. And even that has like 1,400 likes on it. And like the tweet, that this little subtweet I put in, you know, trying to get people to go donate Red Cross and things like that, that's got like 100,000 views on it as well. Like it's just insane. So like Twitter actually said, hey, do you want to set up filters for your notifications? We, we see you're getting a lot of them. Do you want to set up filters? I'm like, yeah, sure. So I started filtering them out. So I don't get as many notifications now, but like my phone's been just going off constantly for almost the last 24 hours. So yeah, I out of the blue did not expect it at all but um definitely. so we are now in the presence of a social influencer <laughs> i don't know about that but you know there's definitely uh there's definitely some swagger here tonight you know uh because you know I, I am a platinum tweeter so he's he's finally bringing some gravitas to the podcast <laughs> time Oh uh, yeah, we, we we bring some professional professional air an air of professional professionalism and some respectability to this this thing. You know, we are rolling like out now. I like how he broke the emotionless robot just for his fucking tweet. Nothing else, just the tweet. Oh man, yeah. I will just say though, that. I imagine I bet that company is pissed at you, not because you 
put them on blast, but because you didn't give them credit. All of those <laughs> tweets, they should be mentioned in, and their mentions should be going skyrocketing upward too, but you robbed them of it and wanted to be the nice guy, and they're furious with you. I guarantee they were like, here's what we're going to do. We're going to send this guy this message. He's going to make it go viral. He's going to get us all this credit. <laughs> and we're going to get all this notary because good any publicity is good publicity, right? And then you're like, nah, I'm going to black out the names and, and not give them credit. And now they're sitting there going, what happened? Why? No. <clears throat> yeah, and, honest, and honestly, um, I, I really, I, I really firmly believe, you know, it probably was just like a misclick, like, you know, form letter or whatever. That's probably what it was. But like the email, and people are questioning, why aren't you putting them on blast? Why aren't you doing this? I'm like, well, the email came directly from person at company.com. So like I found them on LinkedIn. I know who they are. That the company is on Twitter. They have less than a thousand followers on Twitter. See, they should have double that now. <laughs> yeah, they would have like one point seven million. Like yeah, you, I, I have about half as many followers as this company does now. Um, but no, I, I sent them an email back. I said, hey, you know, you, you know, just so you guys are aware, this happened. I, you know, it says I'm an international candidate. Obviously, I'm not an international candidate. Um, so yeah, it's, uh, it's been interesting. Uh, like the, just and the people that have, that have been interacting with this tweet too, like people that work in the state legislature for New Mexico are interacting with this and retweeting it and liking it and, and stuff. And so like, just like this little thing, I felt like it was just like this little thing, but then like, there's all these other conversations branching off of it. Like I never expected <laughs> that to happen. Like, it's just been insane. Like people reach out to me, they DM me, like, no, oh, you're looking for a job. What kind of job are you looking for? Uh, you know, <laughs> this is what I'm doing now. Like, you know, someone, some guy actually sent me a link to his company. He said, hey, go check out this, go check out this company I work for. We might have something that, that you're interested in. So, as of right now, your tweet has 30.5 thousand likes. That's <laughs> just, it's insane to me. Like, 467 quote tweets. Yeah. And 100 and, or 1,860 retweets. Yeah. Like, we spent all this time doing soccer Twitter and sports Twitter, the occasional political thing, and then just this, 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 this silly tweet about being called an international candidate goes viral. Like, it's just insane. I don't get it. I don't, I don't understand. <laughs> But yeah, I just, I don't know, man. I fucking hate it here. <laughs> Earl's over here trying, Earl, Earl, you know, Earl, Earl, you, you, you give us a lot of, a lot of comedic relief and we appreciate that. And, you know, it's like, it's, I just, I just don't know, man. We've been trying, we've been pushing the podcast, we've been pushing the website, trying to, and like, it, we go viral on like my personal account. Like, yeah, that's anyway. my new saying, by the way, is I fucking hate it here. <laughs> One of these All days right. we'll have a t-shirt. <laughs> Let's get right into it, guys. We do have far more important things to talk about than, than a tweet I sent out. Yeah, uh, there's a lot of news uh, from around the USL, MLS, and New Mexico United this week. Uh, so our one burning question this week, how big of a deal is a transfer to Europe? Not too big of a deal. Listen, did you know you're more likely to get a computer virus from visiting religious sites than porn sites? You would know, Earl. I thought. Yeah, you do. I thought for sure the burning question was going to be, why didn't reschedule? We reschedule the Phoenix match for October fifth. That's next. We're going to get to that. 
but because and I told Earl, I told Earl ahead of the show, I said there's probably gonna be a lot of salt ready to go. You know, there's probably because speaking the, the, of salt, did you know the inventor <clears throat> of the Pringles can is now buried in one? What? Yeah. Jacob, he is so glad that you're back. Question, question. <laughs> is this how it's going to be like all night, Earl? Because I, I don't think I can do this. I don't, I don't look, think I can do it all look, night. Look, look, you missed last <laughs> week. You sick son of a bitch. Literally, yeah. Literally. Uh, so now it's my turn to be unprofessional. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, no, because my phone's about to die. Because I didn't charge it all. Because I was actually YouTubing how to beat Batman Arkham City. Such um, a good game, by the way. It is really a good 10. fucking game. There are some parts in it. I'm just like, what the fuck? Why can't I get this? Why did I yeah. rush? Why did I rush to join a podcast? <laughs> Wait, you rushed? Where I was going to be bombarded with five minutes dumb late. facts. And then have to deal with Batman Arkham City talk. Which I'm sure is a great game. I'm just not a gamer. So. Hey, just be glad you weren't here last week when we talked about Oh, last week we went on for like 45 minutes talking to me. Yeah. You would have hated last week. Did you not go to the event in Albuquerque? No. No? No. I was going to, but then Roman Reigns wasn't coming down. And all the big names, Cody Rhodes wasn't going to be there. Uh, so I said, yeah, fuck that. Yeah, fair, fair enough. Um, but yeah, I told Earl before the show, there's gonna be a lot, there's gonna, there's a lot of salt going around right now. Um, and, and we'll definitely get to the, the Phoenix salt, uh, here in just a minute, but I, I wanted to start with what I felt like was the bigger deal, uh, related to the USL here this evening. It, you didn't, you didn't feel like it was, it was, it, yeah. <laughs> the New Mexico news <laughs> is so dumb and small and insignificant. And yeah, the Phoenix this, thing really is. But. And this Kobe Henry transfer is one of several big name, big money transfers that we've seen from the USL to Europe in the last calendar year or so. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, it is a, it, to answer your burning question, it's a big deal. It's a, it's a very big deal for that. And, you know, we have uh, one hopeful on New Mexico United already in Christian Nava that, you know, we would like to see be propelled into something, maybe not as big as something like that, but you know, he's, He's a young up and comer that that has a lot of talent and and has has been a pretty big part of this four game win streak that we're on and and uh, the more breadcrumbs that we see leading up to more transfers, then it it just gives us more and more opportunity to transfer guys like Nava or or some other guys coming up the academy out to Europe or an MLS side or even. Liga Mackey said. Yeah, and, and you know, I yeah, a friend of the show here, uh, Harry Austin gave Devin Kerr some 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 shit over on Twitter for calling it, you know, a massive deal for the league, you know, you know, league wide implications. Uh, he called it, you know, breaking the internet part two is what Harry called it, and I know Harry kind of downplayed it a little bit, and some other folks did too, but. Yeah, I'm going to the ESPN article. The ESPN article uh, states that Kobe Henry transferred from Orange County SC to Stade de Rem of Ligue 1 in, the, in a new record transfer for any player out of the USL Championship. Uh, according to the article, the previous record was uh, 
was Diego Luna's move from El Paso to Salt Lake for $250,000. Kobe Henry's uh, reported transfer fee is $700,000 with additional add-ons or sell-on clause that could push that deal upwards of a million dollars. Like, this is for a kid that couldn't find a home at two different MLS clubs because there was just no room for him to play. They didn't have positions for him. He's he's an 18-year-old center back. He had to wait until he turned 18 to even sign this deal. He had a really good season last year with Orange County, and a move has been rumored for him for a while. But yeah, I think this is massive. I mean, you've seen we've seen Jonathan Gomez go. We've seen you know Diego Luna move up. We've seen some other guys move on as well. But and I tweeted out from from the, you the can't, show account. You can't disparage Harry like that and not say Jose Gallegos. I mean, oh yeah, Jose he, Gallegos as well. Yeah, he's the one that Harry was throwing the fit about in the first place, and so yeah, saying and, his wasn't mentioned, and and to be and fair, had, his name wasn't mentioned by the USL Championship or or ESPN, right? So. And you had and Junior Fleming's a couple, or, or probably one of the first ones, and, yeah. and so there, there, there's plenty out there. Yeah, there is. There's been a, he said, there's been a number of uh, of high value signings coming out of the USL, going to top tier divisions throughout the world. Now we've seen uh, guys go over to I think it's the, you know the Dutch league. We've seen guys go over to League One. We've seen guys go over to uh, go to go to England, we you guys are going to MLS now too, and I just think, and I tweeted out, I said, I th- I feel like it's a big deal because it shows that MLS isn't necessarily the next stepping stone. It doesn't have to be. Players are going around the MS- MLS now and finding futures outside of the U.S., which I think is significant for the development of of the youth product here in the states. I think Earl's asleep, but um. Oh no, he's smiling. Uh, yeah, no, I it's it is a it's a big deal. It's I I can see where Harry's slights toward Devin Kerr were, um, because it the way he announced it, it did sound like it was going to be like a a league announcement, like pro rel uh, or something. Yeah, you know, something something that uh, that's going to more directly affect every team mm-hmm. in the league as opposed to just another transfer from another one specific team that wall is big news for the league. Uh, just the way it was put out there, much like the Brian Brown signing. Um, yeah. It just, it just wasn't quite put out there properly with the yeah. proper amount of, there's a dinosaur on on our old screen. Um, yeah, no, I agree. I definitely think it could have been announced in, in in different terms, you know. And Harry, obviously, you know, he did kind of poke at us a little bit, you know, saying, you know, the club that we follow announced they were going to break the internet. And to be fair, and we talked about it last season. Brian Brown did not pan out. He just didn't. And you know, we didn't. He didn't fit the system. And we're not going to really go into that, but. Yeah, like when you're doing something like this, like there has to be a way you announce these things. And and like you said, like it doesn't necessarily affect the league as a whole. Now, obviously, Orange County is going to get the biggest benefit out of this. But I think we're I think what Devin was getting at is that 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 pipeline to Europe is now more open than ever for other <clears throat> clubs. Yes. 
Yes, it is. Earl, any thoughts on uh, Kobe Henry moving over to, to France? I'm just happy you said Pipeline New Europe, but not Pipeline or Russia. <laughs> you are so glad that Jacob is here. Why can't we just have a freaking professional podcast when I'm here? Oh man, that was that was just a simple comment. Um, no, I I think it's a good. I mean, it's a good move for USL. I mean, it it gives struggling athletes in the MLS an option to come down and play and shine out and then obviously have a chance to move up into skip the MLS realm that they couldn't thrive in and then jump into something different like some like a European club or even a Mexican club I mean mm-hmm. it's a good it's good good publicity obviously um and it's good for like I said the struggling MLS players who just can't get their break to at least get a chance to prove that they have some kind of skill still yeah, that, that's true. Yeah, it's definitely something to to take into consideration when you when you look at that. And uh, speaking of the Mexican league, uh, Pachuca lost a made up trophy tonight to Atlanta United. <coughs> so Atlanta United has picked up silver once again. So you know. Um. <laughs> so what does that make? Uh, Real quick. Uh, this is baseball talk, by the way. Does that make the Braves on thirteen straight, or is this still 12? thirteen in a row? Yes, sir. Okay, that's what I thought. Thirteen in a row. Have you guys seen this pitch that the United States is playing on right now? Yes, it's terrible. It's so bad. Like I've I've seen tweets calling for uh Polisic to be pulled off. And like I don't blame them. Like of there's no reason tweets. to be playing on there's no reason to be playing on that pitch. <laughs> uh yeah, Anyways. it's it's horrendous. So I I didn't even you know, I know we were we were losing one nil last time I looked at it, so that's I that's still like, what it is, but is it okay? But it, it, I've watched maybe ten minutes of it, and and I don't think it counts. Yeah, it's oh, good lord, it's terrible, man. It really is. That pitch looks awful, and I can't imagine them letting them play on that. But uh, the next major piece of news that came out today, uh, MLS apparently decided they could not be shown up by the USL Championship and announced a brand new ten year rights package with Apple. And Apple Plus, uh, the ten-year deal is worth two hundred and fifty million dollars a year, and as part of this package, every single MLS game will be shown on Apple Plus. No blackouts, no restrictions. Uh, the deal also includes the forthcoming League's Cup, uh, as well as select MLS Next Pro and MLS Next matches. Like wh- this, just came. We, I've known for a while that the that MLS's TV rights deal was coming up. But I didn't expect this. Two and a half billion dollars for 10 years on Apple. <clears throat> From the way this article reads, if you're already an Apple Plus subscriber, you get access to it uh, free of charge. If you're a season ticket holder for any of the MLS clubs, you get free access to it. Um, it also makes it sound like you you can possibly purchase it outside of Apple Plus. But if you again, if you are an Apple Plus subscriber, you do get this package for uh, for free. Um, so number one, where did is this? Uh, and also part of this, you know, they're going to do a, a pregame, postgame. They're going to do a whip around show, and it sound it sounded like matches will only be Wednesday, Saturday from now on uh, for MLS. Like, how big of a deal is this? Like, 
I mean, it makes sense because if you look at it, um, Premier League's on Peacock. Mm-hmm. WWE's on Peacock. All the major sporting brands are on some kind of streaming service. So it only makes sense for MLS to hop on Apple TV. Um, sorry, I'm just blown away by how disgusting that, that pitch is. Um, <laughs> last time I seen it filled that bad, it was... Never mind, never mind. We won't talk about that. <laughs> I, should, I should call her, though. Um, <laughs> we're getting canceled today. Um, no... I mean, if you like I was saying, I mean, you look at all the major brands, they have some kind of streaming service attached to them. Um, so it only makes sense for them to get their name out more than what it is and actually compete with like the Premier League and the Bundesliga and all the bigger competition leagues in order to make it a money market still. Do you think it's worth MLS sacrificing the because another another part of this that we haven't mentioned before is that the local TV deals, the local TV rights deals are done. There's no local TV rights deals for any MLS club anymore. So it's sounding like although there will be some simulcasts on linear TV, it's sounding like a lot of these local broadcast per broadcasts are just completely dying. Is but it you, worth giving that up? Yes, because if you think about it, what is the soccer age right now? So the the hoopla soccer soccer age is a millennial. Mm-hmm. Millennials are all on the different streaming services. I mean, you look. I mean, as Jacob, he's looking at a HBO Max because of a millennial. You're welcome, by the way. I had to I had to explain why there was another account on our on ours. I was like, look, don't even worry about it. Just 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 go with it. Yeah, the one I was using got deleted. Thank you. Well I had to I had to I had to re-log in and I had to go back in our text messages to get to the password and stuff. And uh-huh. I probably scrolled for a good forty five minutes until yeah. I found it. And then I was like, Oh, there it is. And then I logged in and it worked fine. You should have just texted <laughs> me, I would have told you it. Yeah, I tried to watch because I started watching the West Wing because that's the only place you can watch it right now. And uh, yeah, I went to go watch it one night and the profile I was watching it was gone. <laughs> yeah, all of our profiles actually got deleted. Oh, interesting. I, okay. I think that was an HBO Max thing. Fuck you, HBO. <laughs> um, but no, so that's the thing is they if they're trying to compete and keep the local market the way it is, I mean, keep the actual viewers, you have to adjust to the times and jumping onto a streaming service to actually catch that catch those fish is exactly what they needed. So them not having it on satellite or antenna TV um, doesn't really hurt them because only old people have satellite or antenna TV, which is bad because I have satellite TV or antenna. TV. I have an antenna, Earl. You are not old. Seth, I have an antenna. Seth, I have two Seth, antennas. Seth, you cannot be pointing this out because you are the old person on the show. <laughs> yeah, I actually have an antenna TV, to be honest. But that's because I also pay for like every fucking streaming service imaginable. Yeah. 
wouldn't it be so much easier guys if they just took all of the channels yes. and shows that we want to watch and they just had them on one thing <laughs> that we could just pay one <laughs> bill for and then it could just be all right there on one interface wouldn't that be something else wouldn't that, that would be, be super else? nice because yeah. when i'm trying to watch um probably one of adam sandler's greatest movies he's ever created and ever been in grown-ups too I'm talking about Hustle. If you haven't watched Hustle, this is a super shameless plug. It is one of the greatest Adam Sandler movies ever created. I've heard fantastic things about this It's movie. really fucking good. It really is. To the point... What's up, Harry? You missed your shout-out a while ago. Um, better late than never, I guess. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised Harry's popping on this late. It's like past That's his bedtime usually. He usually it's pops off at this time, not on. Um, but anyways, Hustle, um, it's really good, even to the point where my wife watched it twice. Wow, really? She's the one who told me about it. She watched it first while I was in my room playing video games, and I was going to bed. She's like, hey, you want to watch this with me? Absolutely. So we started it over, and it's really good. It's on my list. I, I definitely want to watch it. I, apparently, it's got like a 94, 95, like, uh audience review on like rotten tomatoes or something it's yeah i'm, I'm telling you it's really good yeah. all right well, well definitely gonna add that to the list gotta watch that um, it's on netflix so if you don't have the password let me know and i will text it to you <laughs> just, just so you could spend 45 minutes not scrolling and 45 minutes watching there you go I already have Netflix, so we're good there. I appreciate it. Though. Yeah. <laughs> uh, coming home from a friendly am... against Atletico San Luis from Liga MX. There you go, Harry. I bet that was fun. How'd that turn out for you guys? Uh, four nothing loss, actually, uh, for San Antonio. Oh, just, okay. <laughs> just throwing that out. There. Uh, I am mesmerized by this field, guys. I am. <laughs> it is, like I'm, I'm having a hard time peeling my eyes off of this because I've never seen anything so ridiculous no i have but i probably shouldn't call her <laughs> um so i mean jacob let, i want your take on this obviously we know that in years past dc united and other clubs have had their own local streaming deals that have been absolutely terrible in terms of the the broadcast the and the quality of it I mean, obviously, Apple is has been killing it with it, with their original shows. We've talked about a number of them before. I mean, how big? I mean, do you think that this is a better deal for MLS than the ESPN product, as well as having like the the all the local deals, or do you think that it should stay with what they have now? Ah, uh, I don't uh, think there's real quick, Harry. No, they're talking about the uh, the El Salvador U.S. match. Harry, if you have Fox Sports, just go watch two minutes of this game, and uh, I want to hear your thoughts. But no, as for as for the rights deal, um, you know, we we knew something was coming. I I'm actually a little bummed in a couple aspects of it. Uh, one, the the Wednesdays and Saturdays. Uh, I kind of like having MLS matches just kind of sprinkled throughout the week. It's a nice little surprise on Sunday afternoon or something. But um, it, at the end of the day, 
that much money, even if it is for 10 years, um, is, is a huge get for MLS. And I mean, I'm, I'm not the, we, we literally have Apple TV for two shows. Uh, we watched Ted Lasso and we watched C mm-hmm. and that's basically it. Um, oh, C was really good. Yeah. C's, C, I like C. So we're still going to have it. We're still going to watch it. Doesn't really change anything for us. Uh, to the people that are getting mad, because uh, I have seen some on Twitter uh, complaining about, oh, another streaming service that we have to pay for to get what we want. Uh, that's what we asked for when we got rid of DirecTV and Dish Network. That mm-hmm. is exactly what I think <clears throat> several people, maybe one on this podcast, predicted years ago when everything was branching off, was that, yeah, that you're going to have... <laughs> <laughs> all of these things that you're going to have to pay for now. And here we are. Um, I'm not going to complain about it. I like most of the other interfaces. Uh, I have you seen, I, I, cause I didn't, I didn't get a chance to read everything, but is there going to be some on demand? I didn't fact? see anything about on demand. Um, the, the article that I'm looking at doesn't mention it at all. Um, it would be nice to have, which is one thing that I do like about the current ESPN plus deals that they do right. have matches available on demand. Um, but yeah, I don't see that. Uh, it does mention that a couple, that select few matches will be made available for free. Um, but yeah, that's one thing that's missing from this. I mean, if you've got the ability to go back and do that, then I think it's fantastic. You know? Yeah. If, if there's on demand involved, then, then it's, then it gets an A plus for me. Um, that much money to have all the games there. If there's really no blackout or restrictions, um, if season ticket holders get access to the games, which I think is a nice touch, uh, just just a bunch of things there that has been mentioned already that that I think is is good for the game and and good for for MLS as a whole. Um, it's it's probably not perfect. Uh, I think you're you're gonna miss out on on some eyeballs for uh, you know those. Sunday, two o'clock, ESPN, ABC games. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I'll tell you that, now, you don't miss my eyeballs because that's my nap time. Yeah, that's, <laughs> the, well, that's the, what happens when you're a uh, three. Yeah. hundred years yeah. old. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's funny because we have uh, the actual old person on the podcast, the person that acts the oldest on the podcast, and then you. Me, yeah, and I don't. That's weird to me. But um, Harry chimed in. Of course, he sees the red card, which was kind of ridiculous. Uh, and the pitch is very poor. Uh, it is beyond poor, if you ask me. But um, no, it's a good deal. I hope that USL uh, can. I hope that that can kind of push USL to a little bit more money, whether mm-hmm. it's with ESPN or or something like Apple. Um, I, I don't care where I, I'm very happy that there will no longer be MLS games on Twitter. Uh, yes, <laughs> that is one of the most infuriating things in the world. See, and it, a lot of them are LAFC. And so I'm like, Oh, LAFC playing. I want to watch them. Where do I need to go? Oh, it's, I, I don't know. Where is it? And then I go to Twitter and then I have to find how to find it on Twitter and then I have to watch it on my phone on Twitter. And I, it's well, just, if, just, if you're having difficulties finding me on Twitter, I know an expert. Yeah, that's yeah. true. 
we have a, we have a Twitter pro on the show now. So, um, but no, I agree. Like having matches and I wish the men's national team would do this as well because when, when? So I wish that I wish the men's national team would do this oh. as well, because I hate finding out that the men's national team, yeah, FS1, I got it, ESPN, I got it, CBS, I, I got the joke. You know, you got Tudin, you got tw- – yeah. put them all on one freaking carrier. Like that – like you said, Jake, that's the benefit here. Like you have them all in one place. And the fact that, you know, I would love to see Wait. Academy matches. Hey, there's, there's a buddy Jerry over in the chat. What's Jerry, up, Jerry? Welcome Where have you been back. for the past two weeks? Glad to have you, buddy. Um, Should I talk to Jerry in, in a year? Yeah, there we go. Jerry, every time I come here. on – or every time I'm on, he's not there. And every but, time he's come, yeah. come in, I haven't been here. So, hi, Jerry. Um, but yeah, no, I think I think that's a good thing. You know, having them all available in one package. I, I, I think, think that's, that's kind of a. I think it's a catch twenty two though, because I think with the way it is now, you get. I know plenty of people that don't watch ESPN, that watch Fox. For just whatever put, reason, just put all the national team matches on ABC national broadcast. That's all you. Well, do. I, I know, I'm not talking about national team i'm talking about mls in particular like having them just on the one thing makes it easier for those of us that enjoy the product already Mm -hmm. and can be like oh okay well if i really want to watch mls i just need to get apple plus and i'm set it's the people that it's the people that are kind of like oh i kind of like mls but i'm kind of yeah whatever that might tune into a match if it's on ESPN or might tune into the championship because it's on ABC. But if it's going to be on this Apple product that they don't have, they're not going to go get it just to watch MLS if they're not actually into MLS. Yeah. And I think there's some portions of this deal that are going to be really good. Like I love the idea of the whip around shows. Like we saw, we saw ESPN finally did it. During the last round of the Open Cup matches, and it was phenomenal. I thought it was just a fantastic addition to that. And you know, I've been having some talks with some of the guys over at uh, the Cup.us about doing something like that. And you know, of course, now that uh, now that ESPN has started doing it, I don't know if if those plans are going to continue. But you know, pre and post match, fantastic. You know, I want to. You tell me a match starts at nine o'clock. I want to see the match start at nine o'clock. I don't want to start at nine o seven. I don't want to see it start at nine fifteen after the the fifteen minute pregame is done. You know, like I think there's so much here that they could do. I saw a lot of people mentioning the possibility of documentaries, and you know, once Messi comes to MLS, follow Messi around, do a documentary on that. Like, but it opens up a lot more avenues of content that MLS can can jump into and push the content out there, which I think is great for the sport and great for the league. Well, we could always just follow what Phoenix doesn't have that one, that one unnamed person walk around and just interview whoever the hell he wants. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. It's your buddy on Twitter. Uh, Apparently he got ignored the other night. So, um, (laughs) Earl is a Nashville fan. Really? I was trying to wait until they didn't bash me anymore. (laughs) <laughs> um, because I was definitely following along with the whole Atlanta sucks. Oh, um, you, you know, LAFC Harry sucks. I, Harry, I am the old man of the show, so I, I gotta, yes, Jerry, I gotta I, do it every now and then. I do have a an MLS team, um, and it's Nashville. Earl doesn't <laughs> like soccer. <laughs> I'm already gonna go. 
Stop, let me show it. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Yeah, Earl doesn't even watch half the time. Oh, so, gosh. Know. I'm literally the one that told you guys about the El Paso-Phoenix match on Saturday. You did. and Admittedly, you did. I, I was busy doing other things, and so I didn't Another I wasn't paying card. attention to that. Um, but, yeah, no, it's uh, – so yeah, MLS making announcements, USL making announcements. Uh, another USL championship announcement that came out today. Uh, New Mexico United and LA Galaxy 2 have finally scheduled their second match of the season for October 5th. Um, and this one October got a little 5th. salty. Oh, uh, 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 matches, uh, uh, dates. Uh. Yeah. Yeah, this one got this one got really salty across social media. I didn't. You see know, Facebook. hold on before you get salty. This this uh, men's national team game is getting pretty this is, fucking salty. This is, this is insane. It is hilarious right now. Another the red card. Just, this one to El Salvador. The dude just slid like ten yards on his own. Ariolo. Oh man, Ariolo got a red card. Who went out yeah. for uh, El Salvador now? R. It Rodriguez. Was, I don't know. Rodriguez number five. Okay. I mean, it's kind of hard to distinguish the number. Not to be confused paint. with Mambo number five, but <laughs> number five, there isn't a number five. Oh, yeah. Uh, Ronald is. Gomez. He's walking off the pitch. Uh, Gomez. Okay. Uh, interesting. But yeah, so Twitter, I know, got salty over this, you know, claiming that United supposedly didn't have any mat- dates available and all this kind of crap. And I, you know, I, I put out a statement. I put out a tweet on both my personal account and on the and on the show account, and I confirmed with the club weeks ago because this match has been t- to be determined since the schedules were released. And before the Phoenix Rising issue happened with the COVID tests and having to reschedule the match, yeah, there you go, exactly. This is a date that we've been talking to the club about for months trying to figure out where this match was going to go uh the the club finally figured out hey october 5th it's an open date and they submitted it to the league and it was a waiting league approval prior to phoenix rising this has been confirmed by multiple people at the club this is not like some conspiracy theory it's not like that and I even said when, when they were talking about rescheduling that match, people were looking at dates. Austin Underwood is one, and some other folks. I said October 5th has a potential scheduling issue already. So, all the salt, it's really funny to see. It's just Himalayan, but like, get off the conspiracy theories. Like, there's no conspiracy, like, like that date has been in the league's hands for over a month. Probably, probably closer to like two and a half months that date has been in the league's hands to try to put get an approval on it. Well, let's 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 say what's really going on here is Phoenix is is a shit show right now, and their that fans don't want to admit it, yeah. and their fans are looking for any excuse not to blame Phoenix and blame anybody else, and that's what's going on here. And I feel bad. No, no, I don't. I don't feel bad at all. Um, but that that's what's going on here, and they. They just need to get over themselves. No, I, I absolutely agree. And, and and I did kind of want to talk about Phoenix here just for a little bit as part of this discussion because, you know, and Jerry, I'm glad you're in the chat if you're still there. I'm not. Jerry. And, we, and we've been saying this for, for weeks now. Phoenix is not the same club that we've seen over the past several years. And I talked to talked to their, their local media guy a few weeks ago. 
And it wasn't very fruitious, by the way. Well, I, <laughs> I I talked to him out at out at um out at UNM, and we had a, we actually had a, a decent conversation. And uh, you know, I, he confirmed some of what be, I was be, what I suspected. Be, before you continue, was this before the moping on the bleachers or after? Before. Okay. Yeah, this <laughs> was this was before. This is before the match. He and I were in the press box. We were talking, and so he confirmed some things. Yeah, it. before that, yeah, and, you know, he confirmed. You know, they're not. Phoenix is not good at the back. They're not playing well against pace. They're they're not playing into space very well. They're not connecting, and so watching the, this match the other night after you, after you kind of started talking about it, you know. El Paso clearly outplayed Phoenix in this match, hands down. But Phoenix had some really good opportunities that they didn't take advantage of. And, you know, Rising just are not the same team. And, and like, so I, I kind of understand, like, the saltiness of, of their supporters right now. But at the same time, it's like, you know, take an objective look at what's going on. Like, your team is not playing well in this stretch. And... You know, that's where your issues are. Fix the issues with your with your club, with how your team is playing, you know, and then if there's still, you know, the scheduling crap and all that, fine, whatever. But, you know, it's, just, it's I think it's displaced anger at what's going on in the rising organization right now. Exactly. Jerry, if you're if you're in the chat, we'd love to get your 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 take no, on. No, we don't. No, we don't. I <laughs> would, I would, because Jerry sees more of El Paso than we do. Now, All we're going to see in the chat is number three on the table. Blah blah blah. Yuma the God and blah blah blah. <laughs> Was there any United player that got signed to an MLS team? Blah blah blah. Cody Mizell. <laughs> but anyway. Um, yeah, so I just wanted to bring that up because, you know, I, I felt like there was just some discussion to be had. And, you know, I, I know that I know that most fan bases would be salty if they had to deal with some of the stuff that uh, that Phoenix Rising has. And, and we've done it. You know, we've dealt with bad stretches of play and we blame you know, schedule congestion and this, that and the other. And, you know, but it, what it comes down to is the play on the pitch. Rising are not connecting on their opportunities. They're not performing. And that's what it comes down to right now. Right. This is this is rising or seven and seven on the year. Mm-hmm. They have seven wins, seven losses, no draws. They have beat Monterey Bay, San Antonio, Los Dos, us, Miami, San Antonio again, and Hartford. They <coughs> They were severely outplayed when they played us the one time they beat us in the regular season. If you're looking at their losses, one nothing to El Paso, I thought they were severely outplayed. One nothing to Birmingham. I didn't watch all of that game. Uh, I did feel like Birmingham was a better club. 5-1 to Tampa. A 3-0 loss in Los, at Los Dos. And then a 3-2 loss and a 2-1 loss to San Diego and Las Vegas Lights. Um, They're not 2019 Phoenix Rising. They just aren't. And I don't think they're going to be this year. In fact, 
I would bet quite a bit of money that we're going to finish ahead of them in the standings at the end of the regular season. And I would bet a small amount of money that they're not going to make the playoffs. Mm -hmm. That's just I mean, how they look right now. Yeah, no, I don't disagree with the way that they're playing. Like it would not surprise me if they dropped out because you've got teams below them. I mean, Monterey has come on strong in you know, recent weeks, obviously the last two matches, not so much, but mm -hmm. you know, roots are playing better. RGV is kind of up and down, but I think they could go on a run here towards the end. Um, I mean, yeah, it could it could very easily happen for for Phoenix Rising to fall out. Jerry Mario over in the chat. The thing that is the most fair thing to do was to postpone the game of New Mexico United versus Phoenix, but still, you can't blame New Mexico United. The irresponsible team was rising. There you go. I mean, yeah, they're the ones Phoenix positive, and we've talked about this. You know, they're the ones that tested positive. So we we haven't had a chance to talk to Jerry about this. So I'm yeah. kind of excited that he brought this up. Um, Jerry, do you think, in your honest opinion, um, that Rising was right to postpone it for a couple days, or should they have postponed it longer? Yeah. Now there are there are obvious, you know, there have been lots a lot of rumors I'll talk about that saying that had the match been postponed one more day, then you know, Rising's uh full first team would have been back, you know, but one of their isolated players tested positive as well. So and we didn't hear anything about anyone else, but you know, it's and we've discussed the the scheduling issues at large uh, because of you know how things look. I mean, with United schedule, UNM schedule, the, the isotopes, and you know all of that, and the dates that were possibly available. And then you've got Phoenix Rising fans saying, "Oh, just move the match out to Phoenix." Well, no, no, Phoenix should not get a second home match just because of some scheduling conflicts at when Phoenix rising tested positive, you know, that's where I'm at with that. So like United shouldn't be stripped of a home game because of it. It does, you know, when we talked about before, it does highlight the need for a stadium, which we know is coming. We're, we're expecting an announcement here at some point. Um, but yeah, no, it's, and it's interesting to see other people's takes, like you said about Jerry's here, because all we've seen is United's, We've seen United people talking about it. We've seen Phoenix people talking about it. Um, you know, I know where Harry stands on it. Um, but, you know, I mean, to, to Jerry's point here, Jacob, do you feel like <clears throat> this is more on the league United or rising? Um, I'm just not going to comment on it. I think we, I mean, this was what, three weeks ago? Yeah, that we had this or, conversation that it happened. Um, what's done is done. Uh, it's stuck all around and it's over. Phoenix needs to figure their shit out. And as far as what their product on the pitch is and get over it. And we now know we play Los Dos at the lab on October 5th. And that's that. It, mm -hmm. Those two things are not connected whatsoever. They are... One's over here and one's over here. And that's that's the way it is. Uh, Jerry over in chat longer it was an academy squad. You sincerely think uh Mexico United can beat the start of Phoenix squad. So no, absolutely not. No. I don't think any of us have that expectation. Like um we expected lower scoring matches this year. We expected them to be close, and there's no way it would have been seven nil. I mean, and and we've said that it was an, an it was an uh, it was an unfortunate 
uh, set of circumstances. You know, United was put in a terrible spot. Like there were no, there were really no options. Did someone score, Jacob? Yeah, United States scored in stoppage time. Wow. Salvaging a point against El Salvador. Who scored? Uh, Jordan Morris. Okay. Yeah. He did, you know, he probably <laughs> deserves that one. It's a sloppy, sloppy, sloppy situation. Uh, I like Jordan Morris. I do. I think he, I think he's a solid player. Um, I don't think he gets enough credit, but. Um, all right. We're going to, we're going to move right on from that. New Mexico United did have some news and results from over the weekend. Uh, the New Mexico United Academy beat El Paso Academy uh, on. Again. Again. Yes. On uh, on Sunday the twelfth, I believe the final was one nil. United down to ten men, and uh, I believe it was Paulo Paulo Vela made the save, correct? And then his brother scored the goal. Am I? I want to make sure I have that correct. No, Paulo is the defender that scored. Okay, Paulo scored, and then his brother made the save on the on the penalty. All right. Uh, so yeah, the you know, Mexico United Academy beat El Paso Academy over the weekend. Uh, so congratulations to them. Speaking of the Academy and the way the match has played out this weekend, there's a fantastic article, a great piece written by Dave Carl, friend of the show, director of communications for the club uh, over on New Mexico, utd.com. Please go, ch- go check it out. I've read through it a couple times. Um, it's, it's really fun. to. It's a really great read. Uh, so go check that out. All right. Oh, Jerry, Jerry throwing bombs here. Incredible how Luna is outshining Nava. I mean, okay, <laughs> he's he's a man child uh, compared to Nava, <laughs> for one. Uh, he's been a part of the first team for you guys for much longer than Nava has for us. And uh, yeah, I mean, Luna's a heck of a player. I'm not going to talk crap about Luna, but I don't know where that came from. I think you're just bitter that El Paso isn't having the year that they should be having this year. Um, I all right. So I'm gonna look up and see what Diego Luna's done since he since he just joined. Don't him. don't don't nothing. feed into it. I'm just curious because I don't I don't think he's he's done nothing. Okay, I don't even know how many minutes he has since he's since he transferred. But probably six, um, six minutes. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway, we'll we'll look that up. But you know, and, and to that point, Jerry. I mean, Diego Luna's obviously talented. And he has a lot more. <laughs> he has a lot more time with the first team than than Christian Nava has. So uh, hold on, before you can tell him, take this bullshit off because I don't want to listen to Diego Luna. Uh, sorry, we have kids talking. So, okay, um, but you know, <laughs> give Nava more time, and Nava is going to continue to develop. Um, oh, there we go. There's the reason. I just want to see Earl Red. <laughs> so glad you're back, Jerry. Glad to have you in the chat. Um, also in the Mexico United news from over the weekend, the U23 has picked up their first win of the season with a 3-0 victory over Salt City SC up in Taos over the weekend. So congratulations to the U23s on their first win. Uh, they currently sit third in the Mountain Division behind Park City Red Wolves and Flatirons Rush. Uh, Park City Red Wolves are sitting on a record of 4-0-2 uh, for, on 14 points. Flatirons Rush 2-2-1. Two, two and one seven points and united u23 is one one and two on five points uh united u23s are back in action thursday night actually against salt city once again for their third and final matchup between the two sides of the season so uh, i believe that one is out of town yeah that one that's at zion's bank 
so yeah, there you go. Uh, so if you're in the Salt Lake area, go check that out. See if you can catch the uh, United U23s and Salt City SC uh, on Thursday night. Uh, their next two matches, Salt City and Park City Red Bulls, are both away before returning on Thursday, June 30th for a pair of matches against the Park City Red Wolves. So, uh, be on the lookout for that. All right, guys. So we're going to get into our final little piece of the show here. Uh, New Mexico United does have a match tomorrow, Wednesday night, against Oakland Roots SC. Oakland uh, having an interesting season, unbeaten in their last five. They are coming off of a draw with RGV, and before that, wins over Monterey Bay and Orange County. New Mexico United obviously has not played in uh, a few days. We've had a week off after a 2-1 win over Orange County as well. Uh, United currently sit fifth in the table, and our and Oakland Roots sit eighth. Uh, what do you guys think about this match? You know, are, have Has Oakland played up to where you expected them this year? Or, or do you think that this is a match that United should have in hand? Earl's not even paying attention. Okay. Um, I think that it should be a win, but Oakland is a very weird squad. Mm -hmm. Oakland is a very resilient squad. We saw them last year come on uh, to a shit show with their pitch and, and stadium problems and, and poor play on the field. And then they come back and they make the playoffs. They upset El Paso in the playoffs. Um, and you think, okay, well, this year they'll be a little better to, or they, they might get off to a better, bit better start. And we'll, we'll see what they're capable of. Uh, and then this year has kind of been up and down as well. Uh, they seem to be the king of come from behind at least draws. Uh, they did it to us already once. The RGV match that they just played that you mentioned, they were down two nothing, uh, going into like the 80th minute or later, uh, ended up drawing it two two. So <clears throat> they, I, I just don't know what to expect from them. Uh, you look at our form coming in. Yes, we've had ten days off, but coming off of four wins, three and a half if you want to count the Phoenix game as a half. I don't care, um, but still three three solid wins even apart from that Phoenix game. Um, and, and because of that, I, I feel, I feel like looking at it, looking at where the teams are at, looking at where we're at, it should be three points for us, even though it's on the road. Earl, looking at how we played last week against orange County, obviously uh, Sean O'Coley coming on in the first half, you and I talked about it made a massive difference for, for Orange County. Do you think United bounces back from that tactically and makes uh, some better decisions? Or do you think that they allow something like that to happen again, where they just get pushed around for basically an entire half? Yes. I, I okay. do think. I... <laughs> wait, wait, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Nope. There nope. it is. There it is. Earl doesn't <laughs> like soccer. <laughs> That's why I asked him the tactical question. <laughs> um, so honestly, I do think that United bounces back from the tactical mishaps that they had last week. Um, I mean, 
if not, we will get scored on. But I honestly see us bouncing back and not making those error mistakes as what they were. Mm-hmm. Um, so if that answers your question, then yeah. And in uh, other news, in other news, Jerry can't really talk about Diego Luna because even though he was called up to MLS, the part that he's missing out or forgetting to mention is that he was called up to the MLS Next Pro, which is the equivalent to the MLS Academy. So he's not playing, Diego Luna's not playing top names like Carlos Vela or or whoever the fuck else is in MLS these days. Um, he's playing kids like Axel Kai. Axel Kai is a man-child, first of all. (laughs) Yeah, and so is Diego Luna, who has probably seen a bunch of dead puppies in the streets of El Paso. (laughs) I I don't even, I don't even know about that, but, um, uh, Oh, Harry, there you go. Harry, save me. Puppies in the street? You're wrong, Earl. <laughs> you you are wrong, Earl. He might be playing MLS Next Pro right now because uh, there is no MLS minutes to be going around because of the international break. But um, the international break in quotation marks for MLS because mm-hmm. uh, there are still some games going on. But um, he, he did get into MLS minutes. I know that for a fact. Uh, yeah, you know, looking at this matchup against Oakland this week, um, you know, like you said, obviously United's been playing really well and, and we've talked about it uh, and Jacob, we talked about the Phoenix match, how it, you know, there's not really a whole lot you can take away from that because we did play against, you know, uh, <coughs> some of their Academy kids that got called up. Um, but there were lots of good things that we saw in terms of pressing in that match and, you know, how United looked, uh, moving the ball around. Uh, Jacob, looking, did you get a chance to watch the match last week? Obviously, we know you weren't here, but what was your take on how United performed in that second half? Um, and what does United need to do to, to kind of flip that back around? So, to me, hold on, hold on, hold on. Well, Harry, to be fair, we were hoping for a meteor to hit uh, Phoenix the other night. So, yes, we yeah. Were. Um, so, in the Orange County match, uh, the first half, we looked fantastic. Uh, I thought it was probably one of the better halves of football we've played all season. And to me, the second half was more... Orange County is, despite what their record so far this year says is a a top-notch club that has a lot of good talent and we were playing in orange county and they just did not back down Mm -hmm. um so to me it was less about some tactical errors that might have been made uh to me if you get two solid clubs like that uh one of which is on the ropes down a goal playing at home more often than not, you're going to see the tide turn in their favor on the attacking side. And I thought we did very well to hang on and to preserve the, the, the three points and, and our back line <clears throat> while it was not perfect, um, showed a lot of grit, showed a lot of, of, of moxie, whatever you want to call it, whatever dumb word you want to use. Um, 
and was able to pull out the three points. And and that to me was more important than any tactical mistake that might have been made. All right, I got a question for you guys. Okay. I got a question. So I was wrong. Okay. Uh, Diego Manchild Luna did appear for Vancouver. Hey, Jerry, okay. do me a favor real quick. Uh, since you like to post clips of our show, please go back and clip that. I was post wrong. that wherever you want. Post yeah, I was, I was wrong. <laughs> Look, 30 second clip right now. I was wrong. Okay. I'll admit it. So <laughs> I guess my question now is is it meaningful MLS minutes? No. If the team is losing two to one and you see two minutes of playing time. All right, I'm asked the Twitter guru. <laughs> um, yeah, honestly, no, because really, in those two minutes, okay, the odds of having an impact in two minutes worth of play on the pitch is significantly lower than if you play, you know, 10, 15, 20 minutes. The reason being, you're not going to really be able to get into the flow of the game. And and get a and get an idea as to how the how the players around you are playing because heading into that I don't believe he had had a whole lot of time training with the first club I could be for the first team I could be wrong on that I don't I haven't seen anything about it I haven't read about it um, but you know to Harry and, and Harry and Jerry's point here like MLS minutes you know in you know making a debut is important in that you're getting out there, you're being in the atmosphere, especially immediately after signing. That to me is the biggest takeaway from that. Not necessarily the impact that he had, um, because I think it's better, honestly, I think it's better for someone to come in in that type of situation where you're going to get the exposure, but not be thrown into a, a match where you're 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 pressing for a win you know or like that that's what i think is more important in that situation now are they are they still meaningful minutes from 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 play from a play perspective no it's more like i said experiencing the atmosphere getting out there uh, and understand you know starting to understand what that what that's going to be like okay you can carry on sorry sorry i interrupted Hey, I have a bunch of caps hanging on my wall. So if you, I mean, <laughs> Earl probably doesn't understand that, but it's a cap. <laughs> Life goes on. This is why we bring on guests like Casey Gasson. Uh, and, and we love having you guys over here in the chat. Um, but and yeah, I, I understand so, where you're coming from, the world from a, so from a play I, perspective. I, of it. I also want to correct Jerry. Because he says that Kristen Nava is playing better or has outshined Kristen Nava or Diego Luna has outshined Kristen Nava. Because, and yeah, he may be okay, but he's also played with one academy, two academies, and then hit El Paso. So he went through two academies and then hit a, a professional team. So he's had two years before. And then one year playing, so he has three years ahead of Christian Nava. So yeah, I don't want to hear that that Diego Manchild 
puppy killer watcher, whatever the heck he is, is better than Christian Nava because Christian Nava hasn't seen puppies dead in the street before. <laughs> and now I rest my case because we're probably canceled at this point. We're definitely Peter's going to cancel us, Earl. That's what's going to happen if we keep talking about dead puppies, Earl. Well, I mean, Peter's not going to cancel us. I'm raising awareness for those that El Paso kid that's trying to get away with it. <laughs> Little did you guys know. So here's another fun fact. Did you know that each of Diego Luna's tattoos on his neck indicates one puppy? <laughs> Harry, Jerry, thank you so much for tuning in tonight. Um, <laughs> I think we might. I think we might be off the rails. Um, I'm going to go ahead and give my score prediction for Oakland. I'm going to see myself out, and then uh, and then we'll, I'm just going we'll to my, I'm just see myself out. I'm just going to put on Twitter what my score prediction is. Um, Seth, if you could retweet it to get a million views, that'd be great. Um, <laughs> We, I really feel like we need some some sad music playing over pictures of Diego Luna right now. Some Sarah, Sarah McLaughlin. <laughs> some Sarah McLaughlin music just playing over pictures of Luna looking like an angry man child. Oh, um, I hate it here. Ooh, okay. Uh, Earl, what is your score prediction for Oakland? 2-0. Um, on the road, we've had some rest. Oakland's playing decently. We're playing pretty well. I like 2-0. I do. I, I like it. I think we've got opportunities. And we played well against Oakland last time. Um, I know they scored late. Um, but our, our defense has gotten better since then. So um, That's my exact reason, too. Yeah. I'm going to go oh, 2 million. Jesus. Uh, I'm going to go 2-1 uh, United. Uh, I think that we're just the better club. Um, you, you see you see what winning games does in the standings. I mean, we were outside looking in uh, last... Well, when was that? It was right before the... Da, 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 da. right before the Charleston match. So about a month ago, um, we were on the outside looking in, feeling pretty bad about where we were. Um, and to come off road wins against Charleston and Indy and Orange County um, just has us has to have us feeling pretty good. Um, I, I think we get the three points. I think we come back home. Uh, a week from tomorrow against RGV and, and we're, we're flying pretty high there. And, um, you know, we, you look at the, the standings right now, um, Colorado and San Antonio hats off to you guys, Harry, uh, are, are pretty clear there 30 points through 12 and 13 games respectively. But then third place is kind of right there for the taking uh, for us right now. 
San Diego's three points ahead of us past two games in, or we have two games in hand over them. And El Paso was two points ahead of us, but we've got four games in hand over them. So, so I'm, I'm really liking where we're sitting. I, I really like this Oakland match. I'm, I'm excited for it. I'm bummed that it's game one of the Stanley Cup finals on the same night. Uh, I could be watching one of those two things right now, but no. Um, I have to be here listening to Earl talk about dead puppies. Uh, and so tomorrow it's going to be a very busy, busy day and busy evening with a lot of sports going on. But but I'm excited for it. And, and again, 2-1, 2-1 United. Uh, you can just go ahead and write that down. Uh, it's 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 pretty much guaranteed at this point now. I, I did have one. Well, I've got two questions left. Why? Why do we do this? Why are we here? They don't come when you call. They don't change. <laughs> he can un- he can unmute himself. He can't bring himself back into the stream. <laughs> um, I- I'm gonna read it again. Um, <laughs> um how? Jacob, you mentioned these matches in hand. How important are those going to be come down the stretch? Because we know oh, that uh, you know teams like El Paso haven't necessarily been playing up to up to snuff this year, and we have matches in hand on on, on a number of teams in the Western Conference. How important are those going to be? Uh, they're only as important as the results you get from them. Um, it they mean nothing if we can't make some of those count as wins and get three points from them. Um, I think that we have a good enough squad that we will turn. Right? Like you look at El Paso, for instance, we're two points behind them, but we have four ma- They have four matches on us. Mm-hmm. Um, if we can't win two of those four matches, uh, that's I would be shocked. So, so those four I think are pretty vital in getting us over over El Paso. Um, everybody else, you know, San Antonio we only have one in. One from them and us in Colorado are even on on games played, but I, I think you look at that. You look at aside from from Colorado and San. I'll say San Antonio. They they might be a little bit out of reach, um, barring like a complete catastrophe here. But two on San Diego, four on El Paso, one on Sacramento, who's right behind or tied with us uh, on points. Two on Phoenix, who's a point behind us four on Oakland, three on re RGV. Um, I mean, we're, we have played the fewest amount of games in the Western conference aside from Colorado Springs. And, and if we do what we, what I think we can, then those games are, are hugely important. And I will go ahead and say that we will be hosting a playoff game is what I think is going to happen. All right, and final question for the night. The World Cup field is finally set. All the all the qualifiers have been done. Who wins this thing? <laughs> Way too early prediction. Who Way wins this thing? Um, the team with the most points at the end of the game, at the end of the final. Okay. 
Listen, did you know that dolphins sleep with one eye open? I did not know that. Now you do. I, I actually did. Um, but I don't care. I I don't know, man. I, who the hell knows? Uh, I The only people that I know, the only teams that I know that are in it right now that I can think about are us, England, Iran, and Wales. So mm-hmm. I will say us because why not? <laughs> yeah, you go. Then, J- Jacob's pick is locked in World Cup champions of the United States of America. I know and one then, other team that's in there. Qatar. No, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it could be them. I forget about them. Uh, up and comers, those Qatarians. Right? Yeah, they used to be dead puppies. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. We're done. Um, everybody in the chat, thank you. Uh, One more time that, for Roman everybody that, everybody that made Seth's tweet uh, go viral, thank you. Uh, now we have to deal with his big head as well as his soulless robot professionalism. See, um, I, I, I made a promise to a to one David Carl that I will not you make still any, talking? More, any more. Why are you comments. still talking? You sound like my wife. Why Stop are it. you still talking? Stop sounding like my wife. Why? <laughs> um, so easily could have used a forehead comment there, but... I did make a promise to David Carl that I would stop. So there it is. Yeah, you still fucking made it, Earl. Actually, I didn't. I did not make any jokes about anyone's forehead or any kind of any kind of innuendo towards the forehead. What I did make, and I'm about to get muted. So dead puppies. (laughs) You made dead puppies. How terrible of you, Earl. Anyways, um... my name's not Diego Luna. (laughs) (laughs) And I. I don't know if I love this episode or hate this episode, but it's an episode. And until next week at nine o'clock, after we're talking about Dead hopefully an Oakland win and previewing an RGV match at home for the first time in what feels like forever. Um, <laughs> I, don't, I don't even. They, I don't even know. They. Some of those guys. Bye. You've been listening to Somos Mas, your source for the latest news and notes on New Mexico United, the USL, and the New Mexico Runners. All of our shows are recorded live on Tuesday nights and are streamed on our YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter pages. An audio-only version of the show goes live later in the week on all major podcast platforms. Our show is written and produced by Seth Bidoff, Jacob Terrell, and Earl Nieto, and is edited by Seth. All episodes are recorded and edited using StreamYard and Audacity.